Hey guys, real quick before we get started, we are doing a free giveaway for listeners between now and May 31st. Cash prizes, free swag, Yacht Meetup tickets, San Diego Padre tickets, and more. All you got to do to qualify is go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and drop a five-star review. Send a screenshot to giveaway at summerscapital.com and we'll be selecting lucky winners May 31st. As always, I appreciate the support. Now let's jump into the show. So I kindly went to the other appraiser because they're going to go with the lower appraisal of the two. And I just texted him and I said, hey, dude, um, just so you know, the other appraisal came in at 4.89. Let me know if you need any other information um, or if you have any other further questions. And that was it. This is the the appraiser that was playing ping pong with me. And uh, I never heard back from him. Three hours later, I get a call from my lender. And he's like, "Uh, hey, this appraiser turned you in for influencing the valuation. And I said, okay, well, what does that mean? Welcome to the Rich Summers Report, where we talk real estate, business, and wealth building, all while keeping it real. No fluff, no BS. I hope that you enjoy the show. All right, guys, welcome into another episode of the Rich Summers Report. In this episode, we are going to talk about what it's like buying a luxury Airbnb in Scottsdale during the height of the real estate market. Did a full renovation on that property. Um, Now we're up and running. Uh, We're you know, hosting uh, celebrity guests and all that sort of thing. So in this episode, I'm going to explain what it was like, business plan, what it was like doing, going through everything and then relaunching and then stick around at the end. Um, I'll let you know who's actually staying at the property um, here at the end of the episode. So um, how did I get the money for this this deal? So um, if you go way back, I cashed out my 401k to buy the first couple of real estate deals. Um, but one of the deals I bought was a 32 unit building with my old partners, Sean and Mike. And um, we fixed up that property in Indianapolis. And uh, we were able to sell it two years later for triple uh, what we had paid for it in the end of 2019. And so this is time frame wise, we're looking at January of 21. So this is actually just earlier this year. And um, we had a partnership and we were all invested into an LLC. And so when you sell an asset for a profit, um, there's usually a big tax event. And so to avoid this tax event, um, there's something called a 1031 exchange. And basically what a 1031 exchange allows you to do is to roll your proceeds over into another real estate deal within 60 days. And if you're able to do that within 60 days, um, the IRS basically says you don't have to pay capital gains tax on those proceeds. And so you're typically supposed to roll everyone like an all or nothing deal. Like, you know, everyone in that LLC is supposed to roll all their proceeds into the next deal or the up leg um, in order to qualify. But you can set up what's called a tick or a tenants in common. Um, with a real estate attorney. And so we did that. And basically what that did is it allowed all of the partners in that Indianapolis 32-unit deal to all go their separate ways, which is what we wanted to do. And so I took my proceeds and actually used that to buy a uh, luxury rental um, in Scottsdale, Arizona. So I knew my ability to buy. It was about $2.5 million. And so what I did was I went out to Scottsdale, I like this market because um, it's a high growth market, has great year round tourism. They got all four major sports. Uh, You got the PGA golf tournament out there every February. Um, Super Bowl is out there this coming spring. Um, There's just a lot of events and a lot of people traveling out to um, Scottsdale. I believe they get about 12 million visitors a year. Um, 
and the regulations were, you know, very chill and relaxed at that time. They, since then, they've kind of tightened a little bit. We'll talk about that here in a bit. But um, anyway, so I knew I wanted to go out there. I knew my ability to buy. I could afford about two and a half. And so what I did was I went out there for like four days and I literally toured all of the listings on the MLS that were in that two and a half million dollar price point. I think I toured 17 properties and um, I found the one that I felt was the best bang for the buck. Um, It was on 1.2 acres. Um, It was in a nice neighborhood in North Scottsdale. And um, it was in a zip code, what they call, they call it the magic zip code, 85254. And the reason they call it the magic zip code is because um, you have a Scottsdale mailing address, but you're on the Phoenix side. So you pay the lower property taxes, um, but you also get access to the Paradise uh, Valley School District. And all those schools are nines and tens. And Paradise Valley is kind of like the Beverly Hills of Scottsdale or like Arizona. And that's where all the wealthy homes are. That's where all the nice schools are. And so um, that's why they call it the Magic Zip Code. So anyways, love that about the property. And then I also love that positioned uh, in the neighborhood to where um, it was basically on a golf course. So the two of the two of the four sides was golf course. Um, there was one neighbor on one side and there was one neighbor across the street, but from like a noise perspective and bothering neighbors, because neighbors is like one of the biggest challenges that you're going to face with short-term rentals, um, is, you know, there wasn't a lot of neighbors to deal with. So I love that aspect of the property and, um, decided to, you know, uh, put an offer on this property and, uh, be able to get it under contract. Did uh, It was a 1950s built, so there's a main house that was 1950s construction, uh, and then there was a guest house that was like a 2009 built um, with a pool, and uh, the property was 7,600 square feet. Uh, it was five bedroom and seven bath when we bought it, and uh, did, decided to buy it on a hard money loan. So the lender put up... Uh, I think it was 75% or was it 80%? It was 80%. So 80% of purchase uh, and they funded uh, 80% of the renovation costs. But keep in mind when you buy a deal on a hard money loan, um, the lender is going to require you to front the cost of construction. So they they might say, okay, the first $150,000 worth of renovations, you're going to cover and then we'll send someone out to inspect the property and to make sure that the renovations were completed. And then we'll reimburse you the 150. And then you go start another phase of the project. And then they'll send someone out and reimburse that phase. And so that's kind of how it works. Um, so anyways, got this thing under contract, getting pretty close to closing. And um, the lender actually reduced some of their loan proceeds. And so I had a decision to make. Do I cancel this contract and do I go find another deal? Uh, do I pivot and try to find another lender um, or do I just bring in another partner? And so I decided to bring in a partner. Um, there was someone that ironically, this individual works with me now at Summers Capital. But uh, at the time when I met him, this is fast forward or this is going back a little bit. But uh, my first ever short term rental that I bought was in San Diego condo here, two bedroom, two bath. And he was actually my next door neighbor. Most neighbors with these short-term rentals will hate on you. They'll complain. They don't like, they don't like the day-to-day stuff in the transient guests. I get it. But, uh, this neighbor was like, he took the opposite approach. He was like, dude, how do I learn how to do this too? I want to buy real estate. I want to buy Airbnbs. And so 
uh, he wanted to invest in an apartment deal that was only open to accredited investors. And um, so I had to tell him no. I don't like telling people no. But I said, hey, next time I have an opportunity, I'll keep you posted. So when I needed another, I think it was about a hundred grand. I think it was $140,000. Um, I went to him and I said, hey, his name's Alan. I said, Alan, I got this opportunity for you. It's in Scottsdale, luxury property. Um, need about 140 k He's like, dude, count me in. Let's do it. No questions asked. Alan's like the perfect partner because he's like, here's my money. Let me stay out of your lane. You do your thing. And that's exactly what I look for. Um, so anyways, closed on this property. Uh, we ended up getting a couple hundred thousand dollars. I think it was like $180,000 in repair credits from the seller because of some things that came up in due diligence. So all the sewer lines were busted. Um, always get your sewer lines scoped uh, when you buy a property, um, especially an older home, because you just never know what those sewer lines are going to look like. In the case of these ones, they needed to be replaced. That was like a $60,000 bill. There was multiple sewer lines. And then needed a roof replacement. It needed all new electrical. Um, and it needed a pool heater, all this stuff that wasn't disclosed to us. So ended up negotiating about $180,000 in repair credits. So it bought the property for, I think it was 2.5 and a quarter. But with the repair credits, um, we got it for something closer to like high 2.3 or like around 2.4. Um, we put about seven fifty, dollars maybe $800,000 into a full renovation. Um, we gutted the entire thing. We converted it from five bedrooms into eight bedrooms. So we took um, in the main house, the master bedroom or the primary bedroom had two walk-in closets. We didn't feel like we needed two walk-in closets, especially since it was going to be a luxury Airbnb. And so we converted one of the walk-in closets into a fitness room. Um, And if any of you guys follow me on social, um, you've probably seen photos and videos of this property. Sick uh, fitness room. And then we uh, took one of the living rooms and converted part of the living room into a uh, speakeasy. And so now we got a speakeasy, we got a fitness room, and then the guest house was one bedroom, two baths, uh, but we converted it from one bedroom, no, I'm sorry, we, from one bedroom into three beds and two baths, making the property eight bed, eight bath with a speakeasy fitness room, and then we added some outdoor amenities. So we bought it, it had the pickleball court, which... I've been super into playing pickleball lately. I don't know if you guys have ever played, but super fun. Uh, it's my new jam. Uh, but that said, so pickleball, we added the volleyball. We had beach volleyball court. We added a full court basketball, a putting green, uh, game room, um, and all the amenities. I mean, this thing is basically a compound. It has everything that you could ever imagine. Um, the renovation took a little bit longer than anticipated. I feel like a lot of these renovations do, although my last one went shorter, um, which was kind of nice. But uh, that said, we got the deal, the renovation done, um, brought the design team out there. Um, shout out to Kim Hickson, who did the design. And um, we, uh, we got this thing relaunched. So I would say we closed mid-January, and we had this thing basically done and complete by the end of July. So uh, about six months from start to finish. Um, and the timing, you know, in hindsight now with the interest rates, it just worked out really good. Uh, as soon as we completed end of July, I started the refinance process because I knew rates were going up and I'm like, man, the market's going to soften. We got to get out of this hard money loan because it was a 12 month term, uh, before pricing really starts to soften. So, um, 
when you when you refinance or finance any sort of luxury home, um, the lender the lenders want two appraisals, not just one, and so they send out two appraisers. And this is kind of a funny story. So uh, I go out, I meet the appraisers, both of them. I stack the appointments. It was like a 10 a.m. and then the next one's coming around 1130. So first one goes really well. You know, show the guy the whole place. I'm like playing beach volleyball with him. We'd play a round of ping pong. Totally hit it off. Cool dude. Uh, Then the next appraiser comes in. um, Show him the whole property. That one goes well. Um, And so uh, two days later, the uh, first appraisal comes back, and I was thinking this thing, ARV, I was projecting it to be between 3.5, maybe 3.7. Um, it came in at 4.79. I was like, holy cow, that is insane um, to miss by that much, but to miss in the green is a good thing. And so I kindly went to the other appraiser because they're going to go with the lower appraisal of the two, and I just... Texted him and I said, hey, dude, um, just so you know, the other appraisal came in at 4.89. Let me know if you need any other information um, or if you have any other further questions. And that was it. This is the the appraiser that was playing ping pong with me. And uh, I never heard back from him. Three hours later, I get a call from my lender. And he's like, "Uh, hey, this appraiser turned you in for influencing the valuation. And I said, okay, well, what does that mean? And uh, he's like, well, you're not going to get in trouble, but it just means that we have to order a whole new appraisal um, and bring out another appraiser to appraise the property. He's like, we can still use the first one, but they're going to look into it. So anyways, long story short, they brought out another appraiser. I was like, I'm not going to fly out there again. And so I had the decision to make. I was like, am I going to share the first appraisal with this appraiser? Hey, guys, real quick. I'm trying to hit 1,000 five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts within the first month of our launch so we can move up in the rankings and reach new audiences. In order for this to happen, I'm going to need the help of you guys. If you could please take two seconds and leave a five-star review and rating, it would mean the world to me. We're also giving away cash prizes, free swag, and tickets to our yacht meetups here in San Diego. We'll be selecting winners January 18th to qualify. All you need to do is leave a review and send a screenshot to giveaway at summerscapital.com. I love you guys. And now back to the show. Um, and I decided, I'm like, you know what? Why not? Let's shoot him an email. So I just shot him an email. I attached the first appraisal. I said, hey, here's some information that might help you with your due diligence. Let me know if you have any questions or if there's anything else I can do to help. And I sent it off to him. And sure enough, that appraisal came in pretty high. It came in lower than the 489, but it came in strong in the mid fours and um, went off of that. And we ended up closing that that refinance and uh, did a really, really nice cash out. Um, Shout out to my guy, um, Jonathan Yo with uh, Certain Lending. Um, I'm sorry, Convoy Home Loans. Excuse me, Convoy Home Loans. We'll, uh, we'll link up the, uh, in the show notes, uh, his contact information if you guys need a good lender out there. But that said, uh, we closed this refi a few months ago, um, just before all these, you know, the, the market started to really start declining. And so, um, I think everything happens for a reason. Got the money out, ended up not investing in more real estate, but I took those proceeds and, um, basically reinvested into a nice office space, this podcast recording studio, which you see here, hiring out team members and kind of building out uh, Summer's Capital, if you would. Um, in terms of the operations, uh, this property, you know, is, is it, it's got some big dollar bookings. So uh, on average, I would say weekends book out um, anywhere between 
you know, six to like $12,000 for like a weekend. Um, weekdays, you know, we're running nightly rates in the slow season around $700 a night. Busy season, um, you know, we're looking at weekday rates in like the $1,500, $1,600 range and uh, weekends more in like 25 a night. Um, our biggest booking to date, uh, is a $60,000 booking, 60,000. Um, and there's a big name guest there in there, uh, MGK. It's funny because, uh, we had no idea book through an agency on Airbnb. So like, we see this big booking come through, like, holy cow, big booking came through. And, uh, we just, we don't even know who it is. Didn't even think anything of it, but we partnered with a private chef and our private chef hit up the team was like, Hey, you know, MGK is staying at your guys' property. We had no idea. So thought that was kind of cool. Um, we also partnered with, um, a personal driver. So, you know, if you want to stay at the property and you want a personal driver and a block Escalade, we can set that up. If you want yoga instruction, we can set up yoga teacher, um, private chef, the whole nine yards, all the bells and whistles. So that said, uh, it's going really smoothly. Um, super excited to see, you know, where this property goes and, um, kind of how it performs over the next few years. But I'm most excited to see like what big names are going to be staying at this property. Cause if we already got MGK, I'm sure we're going to get other, you know, celebrities and athletes and artists and that sort of thing. So that would be kind of cool to, to see. Um, but all in all, um, it was a successful deal. You know, I, I used, uh, proceeds that initially started from a 401k that grew and then rolled that into this deal and, you know, was able to create a couple million dollars of equity just through renovating and then pulled a lot of that money out and now able to, you know, uh, go all in on the, on business and, you know, this office and podcast set. And, um, it's really been, um, I don't know, at least for me to see the process of like, okay, let me take this little money that's in a 401k. Let me pay the taxes and penalties. And then let me start investing in a value out of real estate. And so to see how quickly your money can start snowballing and kind of working for you has been very eye-opening for me to say the least. But it's given me a lot of validation of like why I decided to make a career pivot and to jump into real estate. So anyways, that's it for this episode. Hope you guys found this useful. Um, I'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you and peace.